to another episode of the Rockaway Creates Connection podcast. Today's episode six and our um, it, it's all about Rockaway creating movement. So our theme for this month is movement. Please meet our two amazing members and guests today, Christine Walker and Janet Redmond. Christine Walker is a massage therapist, yoga instructor, and breathwork guide alternative and holistic medicine, a holistic health service, breath facilitator, licensed massage therapist, and certified yoga instructor. Christine is currently providing professional transformation, breath, massage therapy, yoga, and personal training. Christine brings over 20 years of experience to offer individualized therapeutic interventions. She stays updated in her areas of expertise to support her clients' well-being and to help people manage physical pain, emotional stress, and promote a healthy perspective. She has helped and treated those with cancer, epilepsy, migraine headaches, arthritis, Jillian Barr, Parkinson's, sleep disorders, diabetes, anxiety and depression, chronic autoimmune disorders, muscle pain, and sports injuries. Christine has provided therapeutic touch and support for fragile persons, pre and post surgery and individuals in hospice. She has also enjoyed being with women during pregnancy through delivery. Christine has a deep respect and connection with nature and you will likely find her looking to discover any excuse to travel and make her way into the forest or to visit rivers, lakes or oceans to hike, bike, surf, stand up paddleboard or simply sit quietly. This has helped her gain a creative edge in her own personal practice through breath, movement, contemplation, and self-awareness. She encourages her clients and students to awaken their innate healing abilities by providing tools that are accessible, effective, and enjoyable. Something that uh, Christine and Janet both have in common is a love of dogs. <laughs> As you can hear in the background, right? <laughs> Our second guest, or uh, is going to be the first guest talking today, is Janet Redman. She's a local real estate agent. She lives in Breezy and is an associate real estate broker, uh, EXP Realty, covering the Rockway Peninsula and beyond. If you're looking for a home on the Rockway Peninsula or specifically in Breezy Point, Rockway Point, or Roxbury, New York, she is the place. Coming from an experience, a family of experienced and licensed real estate brokers in Breezy Point, Janet is committed to finding exceptional buyers for this community because she has chosen to raise her family here. Savvy negotiations and cutting edge marketing strategies join uncompromising integrity as the hallmarks of Janet's service. Janet is exceptionally well-respected in Breezy Point for her unparalleled professional track record and high ethical standards, as well as for being an honest, hardworking family woman who does everything in her power to ensure her client's success and satisfaction. Janet Redmond is Janet Redmond Hogan is one of the only brokers in Reezy Point to also hold a New York State appraiser's license. So great to have you both here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I'd love to start with you, Janet. I, I think this was a like a really cool way to have movement be part of the theme for this month and by bringing you on because it really is truly like you're moving into a new place. <laughs> what do you love about our area and real estate? Um, I love, well, I live in Rockaway now. I think that that's old. I was born and raised in Breezy Point, but I live in Rockaway now. Um, I love that there is, I sell all over, but in something about Rockaway, Breezy Point, there's a sense of community. There's something about finding people a home here. People make friends here. They build relationships. So it's just, it's, well, New York City in itself is special, but it's special here. I'm sure you all know that. Yeah. 
And moving can also bring a lot of uh, stress for people. Is there any kind of like tips or resources that you share with your clients when they're moving to help them kind of keep an even keel? Janet? Yeah, I can hear. I, I didn't hear. All I heard was help with moving oh, and then you dropped out. I'm sorry. Just wondering if, you know, stress moving, I, I've heard is like the, you know, no, one of the number one stressful things that people can do. Absolutely. Sorry, my my cat's yes. getting in here. And, um, you know, just my dog will be here. You provide <laughs> with yeah. like a, uh, any checklist or resources on kind of how to um, maintain their, their calm and their cool as they're moving. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So I do have like checklists of the obvious stuff of, you know, movers and then if they need to do work on their house, contractors, electricians, things like that. But also um, some people will say, you're not just my agent, you're also my therapist because I try and be there for my clients and just, you know, listen to their stresses. And I've been there. I've moved a couple of times. And I know when you have to like pick up your life and go and, you know, there's a lot of things at play is, you know, if, if you're buying something, is the financing going to come through? If you're, you know, moving a lot of furniture, is it all going to be safe? Moving kids to different schools, there's all kinds of things to be considered. So I try to be there, you know, and I try to get to know everybody. And luckily, since I grew up here, I know a lot of people in the neighborhood that can help them and, you know, with anything they need. Awesome. And I also feel this yellow hue from the smoke outside is making my skin look incredibly red because I'm, sit I'm sitting in a bright room and it's so yellow and my apartment's become filled with smoke from outside. So it's just an interesting day to have this for sure. Yeah, I I have been because I am not in New York at the moment. Um, and so, oh, I'm, okay. yeah, so I'm in Phoenix, um, Arizona. And so I've been watching and wild. Like, yeah, this is this is wild for me and i'm so sorry that you all are having to deal with this right now because it is just yeah, yeah. you know what i mean we're getting the lucky end of it because if we were up in canada it would be way worse um but this is this is something spectacular going on because it's just you know it's it's just smoky and it's yellow and i look like i'm completely sunburnt from this color that's coming in <laughs> Yeah, last night the the sun, as the sun was setting, was like completely bright orange. Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, this is so pretty. But I was also thinking, like, there's something not right about this really bright orange. And just like hour by hour since then, it's gone continuous. I keep like closing my in my window like one more inch, and now it's almost to the bottom. Yeah, but it is getting worse here every minute by minute. But uh, hopefully, yeah. it'll clear up soon. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a little it's been a little crazy. I was in Brooklyn before and I'm showing an apartment with that has normally this gorgeous view of the Verrazano Bridge from beginning to end. You couldn't see a thing. It was just smoke right in front of it. Like it's just crazy time. Yeah. So I want to know with your your business, because you apartment in Brooklyn, what areas do you service? Is it just the Rockways or are you? I'm kind of a little bit all over. I do um, I, Brooklyn because Brooklyn is kind of the closest, I feel like, besides, you know, Broad Channel and Howard Beach right here. Queens, you know, even though we're part of Queens geographically, you know, um, it's well, even geographically we're not. But Brooklyn is closer. So I do service a lot of Brooklyn. You know, I go into Marine Park a lot, Bay Ridge, a lot of different neighborhoods in Brooklyn, Queens, and then um, a little bit of Long Island, just like the beginning of Nassau County. And anything else, I have relationships with other agents from all over, and I'll send it that way. But, you know, I tell everybody that, like, you spend a lot of time in the car. I'm like, well, if you drive an hour to work to go to the city or if you take the ferry or the train, that's me sitting in my car. I just consider it commuting. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. I'll pack a lunch. I'm in my car, and my car is my office sometimes. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Are you noticing um, any trends on the type of people that are moving to Rockaway? Is it young people? Is it families? singles, young professionals? I see a lot. You know, in the past couple of years, I felt like I definitely saw a lot of young singles. Um, but then I also see an influx of families coming in. And now, shockingly enough, I have a couple, a couple of retirees, you know, coming in where, you know, 
a lot of people think that retirees move south, but they're moving here. They're moving to the beach. Like I'm seeing a different kind of clientele. So that's been interesting. But it's Rockaway, one of the great things, all sorts, you know, definitely all types of people. And I love meeting people, talking to people. So it's great to see everybody coming in. Yeah. And the ferries I, definitely help that a lot, I would say. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, bringing in people I, that wouldn't have had the opportunity to come here or not explore here, but the ferry brings a lot of different people in. Yeah. I want to know a little bit about, because I feel like, so moving also, um, you do it when, it, you do it just because you have to, but also sometimes it's because something really amazing or important has happened in somebody's life. How do you, are those like mm -hmm. your favorite types of things to happen and like favorite types of clients to deal with? Or, you know, do you get a lot of cases of that of like, oh, somebody got married and so they're looking for a house or they're having a baby yeah. and they're looking for a house or, you know, they're expanding their their family or their parents are moving in and things like that. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty exciting because I get a lot of people that I started out, I sold them their first apartment as a single and then they get married and I sold them something else. Now we're having a baby. Now I got to go bigger, you know? So it's, you know, watch the progression of their life too, which is, you know, kind of interesting helping them out every step of the way. And, you know, and I've been with them every step of the way with everything that they've done. And I love that. Yeah, those life transitions. <laughs> I know mm -hmm. there's a, a friend of mine's looking for a new place um, in Rockaway and she has a big dog. Do you find that there's a lot of um, dog friendly buildings and, and places in Rockaway? I see more so here than I do in other places, but you'll see things, um, weight restrictions, breed restrictions, unfortunately. Um, it's always a different challenge when, you know, animals are brought into the picture. Um, and as you can tell, my dog was barking a few minutes ago. I'm an animal lover. You know, I don't care what kind of animal it is, but um, a lot of the co-op buildings, some of them do have restrictions on, you know, different types of animals or how big or how small that, you know, not how small, but how big they can be. But more so, I see that a lot more in Brooklyn than I do here. I see a lot more pet-friendly buildings here. I just feel like, you know, we have the boardwalk, we have the beach, we have more resources for animals. There could be more, but, you know, we have a lot more than some other neighborhoods. Yeah. And when someone is looking for a place, what are the things that they should be watching out for? What are the things that are important that most people like, oh, they're just worried about, like, how the place looks or, you know, like... What else do we, should we be looking yeah. out for? Location. I tell everybody you can change anything about a place except its location. You can you know, change your interiors. You can change your kitchen. Oh, wait, I lost you guys. There you are. But I think location is the most important. And also, you know, how do you live your life? What do you do? Where do you work? You know, how are you getting to work? Because you want to be, you know, in close proximity to the subway, the express bus, the ferry, you know, something. Parking, do you own a car? A lot of the buildings have wait lists for parking and we all know summer parking in Rockaway can be challenging. Um, but, you know, stick with one of your local realtors because we always know somebody renting a spot usually. <laughs> so, you know, those are um, definitely a couple of things that, you know, but, you know, like you said, like the obvious ones, like, you know, how much space do I need? Stuff like that. But I really, I try to, you know, narrow in on location. Like, I don't want to put you so far away if you need to get to, you know, the subway or something like that. You know what I mean? Because while it's warm now, we could be looking for something and it's warm weather. It does get cold here. So you are going to have to find a way to, you know, how to get to wherever you're working. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm hmm. Well, I'm <laughs> We're getting some hard, hard <laughs> Yeah. So what, um, I want to know, what is your favorite thing about living in Rockaway? Uh, the beach, the boardwalk, um, the ferry now. I mean, I keep talking about the ferry, but honestly, we use it as just a form of transportation, getting back and forth to the city, getting back and forth to work. Even if I'm showing something in Brooklyn, I can hop on the ferry. I could use it as, you know, 
my commuter thing. Um, the restaurants, the people, you know, I, I, I've, I was born and raised here, but I can go out all the time and just meet different people. It's like, you've been here that long too. And you know, it's just amazing. And it's like I said before about community, everybody talks to each other, you know, for the most part, everybody's very friendly and open and, you know, I love the ferry like too. I take it all the time. I'm super happy that the ferry's here. I'm I'm wondering what are some of your favorite um, hangout spots in Rockaway? In Rockaway? Yeah. Uh, well, I go to Broad Channel a lot. I do own a boat, so I go to Broad Channel a lot. That's where we keep our boat. Yeah, we go over That's to the cool. hotel a lot. Yeah, yeah. I take the dog up to the boardwalk a lot. Um, I do make my way down to Breezy, hang out around there. Uh, my kids, you know, are all over the place. So I got to track them down and find out where they're hanging out. So that's mostly where I'm hanging out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, how was it growing up in Rockaway and also having your kids grow up in Rockaway? I think it's completely different from when I grew up. Because when I grew up, I feel like, especially growing up in Breezy, it was mostly a summer community. Um, and here too, you know, there wasn't a lot of us that were here all year round. We'd have like an influx of, you know, summer people, summer kids that we'd hang out with. So I feel like, you know, while I did have sports and friends and things like that, that I did, it, it's not, I don't know. There's a lot more people here now than there was then. So I definitely see, you know, a big difference and, and breezy point there was, a small handful of us that were there all year round. So it's completely different because now it's become much more of an all year round community. Yeah. What are the biggest changes uh, that has happened over the years in Rockaway and what are you most excited about? Um, I guess more, you know, more people, more things happening, more restaurants opening, more things to do. I feel like as a kid growing up, there's nothing to do. Um, we did have a movie theater back then. <laughs> we don't have one now, but I just feel like there's more of, you know, getting people together and camaraderie and, and things that we never had where, you know, there's music on the boardwalk. There's, you know, different events going on. I, I don't remember that ever growing up. I don't think, I'm pretty sure we really didn't have that, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. Well, Janet, if people want to get in touch with you, but what's the best way for them to do that? Um, I'm all over social media. <laughs> I'm on social media, uh, my phone, I, you know, text, email, you know, find me around. I'm here. I mean, I can, you know, provide my contact information. You guys have it, but I don't know how anybody else could get it. But, um, you know, Janet Redmond Real Estate is my biggest Instagram page. I do have a few. One is for the dog. <laughs> Make the amazing Frenchie if anybody wants to see this. I mean, I, I don't want to meet the dog, not for nothing. Oh, <laughs> I do follow. I do follow your dog. Do you? <laughs> I'm like, I I want to follow a dog. That's like my favorite following animals because I just find it. I love animals. I think I definitely talk to as many animals as I do people around here. Sometimes I say hi to the dogs first. <laughs> but my kids just got home from school so they quickly picked up the dog and took it away because they missed her all day <laughs> yeah i know all the dogs on my morning walk i don't uh -huh, right? know the people's names exactly <laughs> i just know them I, in association with the dog <laughs> i totally relate to that beautiful well um yeah, like like we said in the beginning, you know, something you two have in common is your love for dogs. I know Christine's dog lives, um, I don't know if bi-coastal is even the right word, but internationally. International. <laughs> and he's ancient, he's really like, he's 16 now, so he's really getting old. And what to, used to take us 10 minutes to get to the beach is now 20. So it's just, you know, watching him. Um, you know, change. Yeah, I love it's, that your uh, dog is so well traveled. So where? <laughs> where Costa, he goes. To, he's from Costa Rica. He's a Costa Rican wow. national. We used to get when he was little. We used to get people stopping us on the street. What like literally cars would stop and say, "What kind of dog is that?" And we'd say it's a Calle Pena, which means 
you know, the, <clears throat> the um, we found them at a uh, car repair shop. So that was the name of the car repair shop was Taye Pena. So we called them a Taye Pena. And they were like, oh my God, we've never seen that breed before. And it's like, yeah, he's a mutt. <laughs> so, you know, he's, he's a good looking mutt. And he still is in his old age. Yeah. So Christine, I would love to know a little bit more about what brought you to Rockaway and how long you've been here. Uh, actually, been it's a story. So I was living in Brooklyn in Marine Park. And uh, the first time I came to actually, well, the first time I ever came to New York City was I'm from Canada was with a friend of mine from college and we were staying in on coney island and her aunt had this really amazing place with her husband was a violinist in the new york philharmonic and violins hanging everywhere but we used to take the car because she was pet sitting talk about dogs and cats and birds we would pet sit and had access to the car and we would come down to rockaway beach and i was always like oh my god this is like spectacular so ended up that I, during one of that, that actually that first trip, I met my husband who was a fireman and I met him on Great Jones Street in um, lower Manhattan. And uh, to make a long story short, came here and uh, used to come to Rockaway to visit some friends that um, he had from the firehouse and always loved Rockaway. And then after I got separated, I moved to Rockaway because I really just, loved it. And I had a client, a massage client <clears throat> who who said, you got to move to Rockaway. It's a great place. And I always loved it. And I was afraid of the ocean. I was really frightened to go in the ocean. It was just this ominous, dark, black place with couldn't see the bottom. So when I moved here, I spent, I would massage all day long. I was so busy and I would come home and I would go to Reese Park because I liked the lifeguard there and I liked that it was quiet and I could trust him so I would go in the water and get over my fear so I just kind of <clears throat> allowed myself to go in the water and just tread and just be like <gasps> talk about breathing and just like a lot of fear brings in and if it was cold or you know whatever temperature it was or if there was just you know waves something was happening naturally that would always <clears throat> send me to a new place so I would have this situation where maybe going in it's cold and I'm treading water but it was just about me opening up and moving through the liquid and getting over the fear of the ocean so I did that often so that was my therapy coming here I didn't really know anybody and um, <clears throat> so that's what I did I just kind of went down there for the ocean for therapy and to, to find myself back to the ocean and um, liking it so now I'm liking it. And then I eventually um, moved to Long Beach. <clears throat> I was there for like five, eight years, something like that. And then I met my, <coughs> excuse me, I have a cough from this smoke. Uh, I met um, Robert who lives here. He's a um, chief lifeguard here. Anyway, he, <clears throat> he got me back here to Rockaway from Long Beach. So I've been here for forever. I've just never left and it's been one of those things where, you know, you continue to um, experience the changes. And as Janet was saying, it's just, it's definitely changed. Um, I've watched it. Um, I, I can't say I always like the changes because, you know, sometimes it's just too many people and I get, you know, ugh, more traffic. And But for the most part, it's just one of those things where you just, you grow with it. So it's, it's one of those, uh, you know, love-hate relationships, especially in the winter. It gets so cold and windy here sometimes. You've got to really, that's another thing. You just got to button up and buckle down and, you know, get your spine relaxed and and move through the cold. And it makes you a stronger person. So Rockaway does that. It's, it's one of those places. But <clears throat> I don't know. I'm kind of veering off. I don't even remember the question now. How do you get to Rockaway? I love it. I love doing these. You know, I've I'm, I'm I'm known Christine ever since I've been in Rockaway, but I have I didn't know your path to getting here. I didn't know about all these different neighborhoods you've been in and about your fear of the ocean. I mean, you could fool me like 
I've seen you jump in the ocean after a yin class on the beach, like no problem. So that's really inspiring. Yeah, um, I, I highly recommend getting over fears. Actually, I got over fear of horses here too. So I was really afraid of horses. They're just so big and, <clears throat> you know, they're huge animals. And I just was always like, <laughs> not really afraid completely, but just nervous. So I went down to the um, Gateway National Park and I volunteered at the stables there for the parks department, for the, or sorry, the parks police. And I did that for a couple of years when I first moved here, before I moved to Long Beach, I did that. That was another connection that I got. And um, <clears throat> I learned how to muck the stalls, like literally cleaning the stalls and cleaning hooves and brushing and just feeling, you know, comfortable around this beautiful animal that always kind of was like, oof, it's a little bit, you know, it's a little much. So I tend to, I tend to try and do that, get over fear um, with, you know, direct experiences. So, and sometimes they're, you know, not easy. I've got my motorcycle, motorcycle, fear full of motorcycles. But I always loved being on the back of one, but I was always afraid to ride one because when I was a little kid, I kind of got out of control on one. <laughs> and I didn't know, I didn't, they didn't tell me how to stop it. So they didn't tell me where the brake was. So I'm like, how do I stop this? And I'm going around circles and there's a cliff. So I was freaking out as a kid. So I always remembered that. And then I just thought, you know what? Let me, uh, I was coming to yoga here in Rockaway excuse me and i met robert and he was uh i was wearing a leather jacket i remember he looked at me and said is that a fashion statement or you really have a bike and i thought <laughs> you know what dude i'm gonna get a bike right <laughs> so I ended up getting over my fear of motorcycle riding and i took lessons and i bought a new bike and it was like wow okay another fear under my belt so that's what you know movement does too, you know, so I'm thinking about all the moves that I made, right? So yeah. Janet talking about being with people during their moves and helping them and supporting them through their moves. So that's kind of, you know, how I did it was finding community um, things to do that kept me motivated to change and make, you know, make things um, happen. And also, you know, just allow myself to, uh, to find some growth within a community. So I had to call. Yeah, moving through those fears. Yeah, I just wanted to say like, exactly. I am such a fan of your uh, strategy for, for getting past your fears, because that is definitely also a strategy of mine. Um, most people don't know this, but like, the shar sharks are my favorite animal. Lots of people know that. But I was definitely afraid of sharks until like 2014. Um, and the way that I got over that was going on a shark dive where I knew I was going to be surrounded by sharks with no cage. Like it was just gonna be, you know, me in the water with them. And it's like what you did with horses, right? Like you just being next to them being around them, interacting, and just seeing that, like, they don't want to hurt you, right? Like, that's not what they're there for. They're just being, they're just being themselves, doing their, their stuff, you know? So I really, really love that. Yeah, and that's what I found in this community where things to do to get over fear, so, and it, it continues today, so. Just, do you still you know, have a motorcycle? I don't, I got rid of it. I just, it was a death trap. Literally, <laughs> it wasn't even my riding. It was people not seeing me and um, <clears throat> and just, I actually had people trying to run me off the road and far rock, things like that. Wow. Yeah, yes. So I've had some, you know, I had literally, I don't know how many situations where I was like, I, I could have just been killed. I could have just been killed. I could have just been killed. And finally I just said, I'm done. And I had my, I had my thrill. I'm glad I did it. I'm happy um, I had that experience. Did some, <clears throat> did some, you know, treks upstate to some bike shows and things like that. You know, up to like Placid. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Lots of fun. Lots of speed. Lots of danger. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, been there, done that. Now what? 
you know, and you find <laughs> something else. Then I, you know, who knows what I found? Probably surfing. So that was, uh, you know, going into that mode, and that was. That's that's a great sport, very difficult, um, but really something that's wonderful to get out into nature, which I love to do. <clears throat> yeah, and I want to know: Does uh, your breathwork techniques how have they assisted you on your journeys? Well, I found the breath technique through a woman I was visiting in Florida, and I went to some. You know, it was a little, uh, what do you call those, market, like an outdoor market. And she was selling crystals and her own jewelry. And, you know, I went up to her and she was just a beautiful personality. And I started talking to her and she, she said, look, I'm doing a, a course in transformational breath. Would you like a session? And I said, sure. When, it, when can we make it happen? Because I'm literally leaving in <clears throat> two days. She said, I'll come over tomorrow. Okay. So I took this session with transformational breath with this woman. Um, she set up her mats and back jacks and you know brought pillows and set it up and i just had this uh, profound experience where i was um found myself sweating like literally profusely sweating uh i actually i'm kind of a, a private person i don't really like you know <laughs> lots of noise um even though i am loud and you know can't get boisterous but in general <clears throat> i don't i wanted to be kind of private so I found myself literally going into a place where I was screaming and I didn't care about the neighbors and I didn't care. I just let myself be free and loose and just feel. So that really brought me to think, wow, that was really profound. And we had set an intention uh, before, which is really important. So you set an intention to clarify what, you know, why you're breathing, why do you, what do you really want? and uh, bring it to the forefront of the session was, um, <clears throat> I, you know, I requested something and uh, I came back to New York and I never had that negative feeling again. And if I did get it, it would be something that I would catch very quickly and I would be able to um, kind of squelch that emotion that brought me to a place where I wasn't feeling happy or wasn't feeling supporting, that I was supporting myself through this mental, emotional turmoil. So it was just one of those things that brought me to a place of, of peace. So then I went back again a year later and they happened to have this offering where you could do it for free in a group setting. I thought, eh, it's not gonna be as powerful. I had one at once, it's not gonna be. Sure enough, this group setting, hundreds of people in the room and I'm you know, breathing and I had this outrageous experience again. I was like, oh my goodness, what is going on? What is this? So I literally like five years of trainings and volunteering at um, at their events so that I could get more experience to um, to just observe and and be there and facilitate people going through their own traumas and dramas and uh, it was really an interesting journey. So it's it's something that you learn. Breathwork is is pretty amazing. It's I love how, you know, my instructor, Judith Kravitz, she's kind of started this through her breath and she actually cleared herself of uh, cancer through breath work. And um, she always said that uh, breathing is, is better than talk therapy because you can get, get over something within one session and you don't have to remunerate over it over and over and over and over again. Because that's what we tend to do. We want to have that fix <clears throat> when it, we already have it within us. We just don't sometimes recognize it. So the breath work really brings us to that place where we are recognizing, oh, all right, I am there and uh, allow it. So sometimes breath work, real, you realize how closed off you are or how, uh, how you don't want to be open, you know, how we don't want to be healed and healthy. And I have a lot of that myself. I'm vulnerable right now, even right now with my lungs and, you know, situations in, in my health. So I'm constantly in vulnerable mode. And uh, it just brings me a little bit of peace sometimes to be able to sit down, relax, and go into the breath. So I'm just going to cough again. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
And how are you offering breathwork um, these days? I know I've seen you offer some group classes in the neighborhood in the past. Um, are you, is it mainly one-on-one -on -one or do you work with people on an ongoing basis? Well, I do have return people for sure. Um, I do like the one-on-ones. I think they're very powerful and they can be more intimate and you feel, some people tend to feel safer. I'm also, um, offering group classes, but I just, you know, I, I really, I don't know what it is. I just kind of step back from a lot of things mm. and just taking time for myself and just, um, you know, getting the whole picture, just kind of being the observer, the witness and, uh, trying to become more in present rather than striving and, um, trying to make things happen. So I'm just finding that now a little bit, and I'm sure I'll find it back to, you know, get myself motivated to get out there and give more um, group classes right now. So basically it's just kind of word of mouth and, and coming to me. And if you have a couple people, like I've had people literally call me up, can you come over? And I've got three people together. <clears throat> um, can we make it happen? And of course I'm available. So those, those are the special treatments, I'll call them, you know, special effects. But the group sessions are group sessions are really interesting, and it's amazing how we are connected, and it really does um, prove itself after the sessions. Usually, people will have experiences, and they are um, <clears throat> describing something else, or something that uh, someone else in that space has experienced exactly. So there is that component that it's it's you know the mystical, the the miracle that how do we how does that happen? How does that web of life bring us into this vortex where we're feeling the same thing or we're you know and it's not everybody but definitely there's there will be you know pockets of people experiencing the same thing so it's always good to open up and and um, describe or express what you've gone through in a session journaling is good things like that and um, you know during the session we do movement we do toning so we bring in sacred sound movement and um, just allowing yourself to be present with the breath. It's a very important um, tool within our uh, landscape nowadays, just trying to get back to that breath and bring it back into the present. We're so, we're so used to making things happen, doing, 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 and you know, everything's great, create. We have this right here, Rockaway creates. Yes, we wanna create. So it's um, just one of those things that you can be really creative in your breath practice. And this is just what I do is one technique. There's so many ways of breathing and, you know, there's the, the breath where you take it in, <clears throat> maybe a two stroke breath, you take another little sip and then you exhale and it just kind of takes care of the cortisol levels, the, the stress hormone that comes in and you can just find little things and a longer exhale. So many ways that you can come back to yourself within one breath. And I always say one connected breath really is a, and I'm sure you got some stressful times and just somebody's, you know, maybe a client is just, you know, overwhelming or something, um, you know, just stopping and taking a breath and, uh, you know, doing that within the practice and scope of your, <clears throat> your own practice of coming to wellness. Excuse me. Yeah. And I'm curious, um, so the, the different modalities that you do, are they safe for everyone, including people with health conditions? Uh, modalities, yes. I'm going to say for breath, there is no contraindication. We breathe every day. Uh, we don't force anything. We just allow you to um, experiment, um, be open, and um, have an open mind. And what we're trying to do is open up the lungs and just find the capacity, whether or not you have... COPD or, you know, heart issues, we may, we will probably have you up on an angle, maybe even sitting up completely so that you're not feeling vulnerable laying on your back because the, that gets you heavy and, and feeling, <clears throat> you know, not so comfortable. So there's ways that we can work around that. Um, but there is no contraindication to breath work, as far as I know, except for there is one collapsed lung. All right. So if you have a collapsed lung, you, you're probably on a breathing machine anyway. So yes. literally anybody can breathe because we do it every day. It's part of our um, nature. So it's really a wonderful 
way to come back to um, to life. You know, we talk about bringing in joy on the inhale and just letting go and, and uh, releasing, if you want to call it releasing, or just, <clears throat> it's called transformational breath, uh, transforming, transforming low form energies into higher states. And uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting concept and I'm glad that more people are doing it. It's, it's everywhere now, so. Yeah. What what came first for you, yoga or um, or breath work? So massage first. I started massaging in '95. I went to Thailand and I had a Thai massage, and <clears throat> I was just like blown away. And uh, came back and said, I, I need to go to school for massage. And um, I had been through so many jobs, like over and over. So I ended up. Uh, sticking with, I said, I'm going to make it happen, you know, very determined. And I did, I've been a massage therapist almost 30 years now. And then came yoga, because I was going down to Costa Rica. And actually, you know what, I started yoga here in Rockaway um, with Anita Ruderman from the hot yoga studio. And she was teaching Hatha out of um, the chiropractor's office, you know, it was it was just and it was great. So I really got turned on to that. <clears throat> and then I just went down to Costa Rica and I wasn't surfing at the time. There's nothing really to do. I liked yoga. And they had this really beautiful yoga space that was uh, teacher that was teacher training credited. So went down there for a month, took the month off and went down there and got training. And uh, I once again determined because I was afraid to talk out loud. Like I really had so much fear of speaking uh, to to anyone in a in a group session in a group scenario, so another fear I got over was <clears throat> disseminating information to groups of people. So that was you know back in two thousand one two thousand something like that, and um, just continued to you know improve my craft down there, and um, <clears throat> Canada doing some stuff up there, and then I came to the breath work like about I don't know five six years ago. So that was just the, the next step for me was just kind of, you know, improving my, my game and just, it was mostly for me, you know, I'm not going to lie. It was, you know, based on me get, helping myself. And once you help yourself, you feel more <clears throat> content to, content and able to attract others to come and uh, experience what you've experienced with joy and expose them to possibility. Wow. So I'd like to know a little bit about your life in Rockaway. What does a, a day in your life look like? Well, today it's not going out, but uh, usually it's, it's getting out somehow, um, you know, bike riding. <clears throat> I love to bike ride. I've got a knee issue right now, so used to walk the dog all the time on the beach. That hasn't really been happening. So just kind of like, you know, lately just um, shaking and moving. I do leave Rockaway to go to Brooklyn to teach, um, give massages in Long Island, um, things like that. So I am in and out of Rockaway, driving through and, um, you know, just seeing all the changes. So there's so many changes within Rockaway right now, buildings going up and, you know, high rises. I, I just, I can't even believe what's happening and uh but anyway that's um i'm kind of low-key lately just like i said i kind of step back a little bit and um just kind of i go out alone a lot so i'm just have friends certainly lots of friends that's what i love about rockaway is i can walk down the street my sister just visited i went out to canada um at easter and she came back down with me and we'd walk down the street and people were like hey christine how you doing like all over the place. She's like, oh my goodness, like everybody knows you. So it's it's really fun to have that. But then there's still so many other people that you don't know. But there's so many ways that you can get involved, you know, whether it's church or, you know, if you want to go find, like uh, Janet was saying, music on the boardwalk. There's so many ways you can meet people here. It's just a, a plethora of activity, especially in the summertime. So there's there's lots to do, yoga studios, plenty of things to keep you active and moving and and finding that life within yourself. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for joining us today. Christine, if people want to get in touch with you to schedule some breath work or a massage, what's the best way? You know what? I'm a texter. So telephone, <laughs> texting. I'm not big into email. I really am not lately into the postings and on Instagram. And it's really kind of, you know, I, I struggle with that. So, uh, yeah, phone. 516-503-4249. You can find that on beingwithchristine.com. Just give me a text or a shout, direct phone. That's the easiest way. Awesome. You both you both you both said phone. You both said phone. <laughs> so all right. We we'll get, we'll call you. Anytime. Anytime. We're old school girls, you know. It's, yeah. And it's, to me, it's more personal. It's just, yeah, give me a call and let's talk or, you know, at least make an appointment through your texting to have that mm -hmm. connection to talk. Yeah, I do it through phone too a lot. And some of uh, my clients slash coaches have been like, what about your boundaries? Like, you just let people text you at all times. And I'm like, yeah, I have do not disturb and I put it on when I'm not wanting to hear it. <laughs> Yep. Exactly. I love yep. that. Do not disturb. Exactly. I actually want it tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> on all levels. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Like just Isn't that great? I didn't steal mm -hmm. that from anybody. That came from my own crazy mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then I want DNR on my chest. <laughs> Do not resuscitate. <laughs> you sound like my mother with that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, probably. She, she's probably. like, yeah, I do not, do not try. Like, I'm done when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. exactly. But anyway, it's it's not the truth. I mean, if if there's life still left in me, yeah, bring me back. But it better be good. <laughs> you better not be bringing me back to hell. So. <laughs> <sighs> Beautiful. Well, I hope to see you both around Rockaway this summer and on the boardwalk and riding bikes and yeah. Galit, I am going to Arizona in two weeks. Come I will be in, I'm landing in Phoenix actually, but I'm going to Sedona. I'm going to be assisting as a breath facilitator for um, this gentleman, Greg Braden. I don't know if you've heard of him anyway, you can look him up. He's going to be there in Sedona. And uh, I'm going to be assisting with the breath facilitating. Um, it's going to be over 300 people there, I think. So it should be a, a nice group. So let me know, because actually it's funny that you say in two weeks, because my mother-in-law is coming here in two weeks. And we were literally just talking about going up north when she comes to Sedona or Flagstaff or something. So like get out of Phoenix right. for a little bit. Oh, it's incredible. The area is outrageous. Wow. <laughs> I highly recommend Sedona, Flagstaff. Oh, uh, Jerome is a yeah. fun town to go to for like even so, a couple of hours for lunch. You have the best kaleidoscope store ever. So it's funny. So, you yeah. actually told me about Jerome, and I went and I went and visited it. Oh, you did. And I loved oh, it. Good. Yeah, really loved cute. Loved it, right? Yeah. So it was funny because I went. Um, I visited it at night which makes it like very spooky and they have like these ghost tours and stuff. So oh, okay. it, like, it like fit with the whole like spooky Jerome theme. <laughs> um, but yeah. That place where you can throw pennies into toilets. Like they have a fence and they had this lot that was empty. So Janet, you'll appreciate this. This lot was like literally a building taken away and it was like, you know, sunk down into the, uh, Come on, what's that called? The the base of the house. The foundation. Thank you, foundation. See, Janet, <laughs> come in so for the same. Like, what are we gonna do with this? This is like horrendous. So they put literally toilets and things to throw pennies into. And oh. It was an outhouse, and it was like hilarious. So you had That's this like funny. little place where you would throw coins to try and get it into these, you know, different. Toilets. 
<laughs> it was like really it's it's highly entertaining so and when you get it because you're far away you're up here and that's you know down there and you've got to like throw it a good distance in between railing you know railing anyway that's Jerome yeah that's hilarious yeah I have to go back and do another little like I have to go during the day <laughs> and, and yeah because usually I end up going, um, you know, to visit Sedona and it's just like, I think about it on the side, like, Hey, where else can I go and spend a, a few hours? And, but yeah, I love it there. So close so, to Grand Canyon. So close. So close. Yeah. I've never been. Sounds Many cool. Do that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous here. And, uh, I have to say, um, one of the biggest things that I miss about Rockaway is the community and the ocean. Um, but one of the things that makes up for it a little bit is like the red rocks. Magic. You know? yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love the red rocks. Yeah. So I'll definitely, I'll definitely be in touch with you, Christine. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, everybody enjoy the rest of your day. Try not to get too smoky out there. Yeah. Just breathe deep. Mm -hmm. Breathe deep in the house. Right. Absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting me to this. It was great. I appreciate nice it. Nice to meet you, Janet. Yeah, you too, Christine. If I know anybody needing assistance, I will. Do you do rentals as well? Same here. Do I do, do rentals? some rentals. Some. Okay. You know okay. what it is? Very hard. It's a hard rental community, but. It is. In the summer, you know, you find a lot more because a lot of people, you know, seasonal share and stuff like that. But yeah, definitely. I'm here for okay. you. Great. And thanks, Dana and Galit. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you, Dana and Galit, for inviting me. Yeah, and we will see you all um, next month for another episode. And our theme next month is heat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll see you then. All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Bye everyone. Bye. Thanks everyone. Peace. Have a good Thank you.